Welcome back. You're in the Gold Room. Presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Recording live from Kinbrewer Stadium, the first podcast to, to ever, ever record live from The Rock at halftime. We are here in the midst of a, uh, not a sellout crowd, but a good crowd for a Thursday night. Uh, Parker, first uh, impressions uh, of the game so far. Um, it's an interesting, it's an interesting game so far. Uh, I think first impression for me is the offense has been moving, but there's been some throws that have been just kind of wackadoo. Yeah, Chase seems to be off, but but he's hitting some crazy shit. He's he's hitting some he's hitting some good passes tonight. Yeah, but there's been some throws on screens on short yeah. passes. That's just been. I mean, that's what I said last week. It seems like there's like short passes to the side, you know, one yard passes. You know, people gotta turn around to catch it. People gotta bend down to catch it. Stuff like that. Yeah. Chase, basically, if we were getting all these pass interference calls, Chase Rice would. We, we'd have little to no points. The, the refs have helped us a little bit here. A the, little bit. The first, a little the first bit. quarter, I'd say bad spots. It, it's, but now second quarter, right. they've turned around and been our buddies. Right. Things are, are, I think things are looking better. The first quarter was rough. First quarter was rough overall. We started off really strong, obviously scored in that first touchdown. That last drive, though, that last drive gave me hope for the second half. Yeah, that looked good. That was a, that was a good a, a good drive. Um, I like that that very first drive looked really really good. And then after that, uh, we started three and out. Marshall three and out, which is awesome. Um, and then after that, Marshall goes for two straight kickoffs or uh, field goals, right? And then a touchdown after that. So they kind of shut they, down they our offense. Up. They picked up for quite some time. Yeah. Um, but good shout out to our boys for bouncing back, right? Yeah. You know, they, they get shut down like that. 13 points unanswered yet, you know. And, and you know what, De- DeMarco, I will say, he's having another – DeMarco's having another big night tonight. He is. And, and you know, as, as much as I love seeing him all over the field, I also would prefer to not see him all over the field. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, having him lined up against a slot receiver is not a great sign. Yeah. He kind of got picked on for that, that receiver that went yeah. free for the touchdown. But you can't – even have as athletic and freakish as DeMarco is – you put him one on one with a wide receiver. Yeah, it's over. That's gonna happen. Yeah, he ain't got that speed. But Demarco's still all over the place. He's got. I think he's been involved in that. Maybe that sack at the end. Yeah. I think he was involved yeah, yeah. on. No, he's, he's already yeah. got a bunch of tackles. I mean, he's doing what he's got to do, Absolutely. which is awesome. Absolutely. Um, I would say the highlight, or perhaps the low light, of the first half was uh, Marshall's kickoff. Yeah, return for the a kickoff return for a touchdown was. Well, I, I just want to say, gut reactions being it, it's 15 minutes afterwards right here in the in the section. But playing playing some low music beforehand, the crowd was yeah. at a really low. Ener- there was no energy in here. Yeah. Then we kick it off. Listen, Luke Holmes is our guy. I get it. Absolutely. I respect Luke it. Luke Holmes is but our. We we claim him. It's not. Don't play that at kickoff. No. That's not. No. That's. I've always felt like the playlist should have the players in mind. Yes. Everything that's played at the stadium should be something that the. You can see. You can see the energy. Right. Something that the players want to hear. Players were walking up. They were not. They were not hyped. Right. But there's no reason to not play hard in the paint there. I thought it was really kind of uh, perhaps a a beautiful lesson to our in-game entertainment stuff. You play Luke Combs before a big kickoff, and then we, we get embarrassed. Yeah. With a really simple trick play yeah. of our special teams not watching the ball, watching the player. Yeah. 
and we got totally they embarrassed. Yeah, no, they weren't. They weren't in zone there. Yeah, that was rough. So I, I, I mean, I'm not blaming the, t no. <laughs> I'm not blaming no, the touchdown on no. Luke Combs, but I'm just saying, you know, you you deflate the crowd. Not very excited before the kickoff. Certainly not excited after the kickoff. <laughs> after yeah. what just yeah. happened. Although I will say, it, it was a cool play to watch. No. I, I thought it was fun no, to watch. Big props to Marshall. That I got was, tricked. No, it, they tricked the crowd. I mean, it right. tricked the team. So I mean, we're sitting up here. We're on the away side, second deck, at about the 40-yard line uh, towards the uh, the north end zone. Uh, and watching that kickoff, I definitely followed the dude that faked yes. the little uh, little handoff going towards uh, towards the home side. And then all of a sudden, I see the dude running at like the 30-yard line. I'm like, what? Where did that come from? What happened? Like, boys, like we're, we're missing the dude. Like, he's all the way over there. So that was a cool trick play, but it was also extremely simple. And the fact that we fell for it is kind of worrying. I would say it's kind of interesting with their special teams. On the offensive side, I don't know how to refer to it, when we're receiving Special teams. We're good. Yeah. We got Jalen Burns yeah. back there. We got Hannigan on points. I, I like if they're doing a little rotation right back there. They don't, right. The, team, the opposing right. team doesn't really know what's coming. And Subash is <laughs> solid on punts. I mean, Subash he, is killing on punts. He's pinned people. So the offensive side of uh, special teams, that was really good. And then defense, it, it's like, I, I don't know. We, like defending that kid right there, that, that was just kind of a dumb mistake. Yeah. No, that, that's kind of a focus thing, I feel like. I, I think... Uh, uh, that you should have realized to not throw everybody on one side of the field so fast. Yeah, yeah that was rough. Um, how do we feel about the running back game, the rush game? Uh, it's been up and down. It seems like there have been some gashes, especially on the outside. If we can get, if we can pop to the outside, it seems like there's been some big games. Noel had a good run. People's right. had a couple of the outsides pop well, but the middle of the field is not really working for us right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, I say don't give up on it yet. Keep chipping away at it. See if we find a hole. Yeah, especially the game's close, and we're getting the ball here at half. Yes. I, I would like for them, to, if we can establish a run coming out of half, that'd be great. But if yeah. not, I, I wouldn't want to get stuck all game. No, no. I think receiving game, Hennigan is Hennigan for the win again. Hennigan for the win again, man. Hennigan's he, had a monster game. He may be at 100 yards already. I'm, yeah, I'm at close. least 100 yards, I would say. Um, Malik came through big. Sutton's come through big with a couple catches, which yep. is awesome to yep. see. Um, and also, shout out to Virgil. He had a really solid kickoff return as well. Yeah, Virgil had a good kickoff 20, return. Like 30, 40 yards, yeah. I think. Um, so, uh, you know, you love to see it. You love to see our super seniors doing well. But again, where's the youngins? Christian Wells had it. Uh, he's been in on a couple plays, but, you know, he hasn't had a catch yet. He hasn't had a target yeah, yet. No so. targets. No. I think Chase Price, has got a, he's got to tighten up. Yeah, no doubt. and that's where at least he's hitting his guys who are wide. When someone's running down the field, he's got it. But yeah, I guess. On those short window, the, the small window throws, it, it seems like he's tentative to try to throw that a little touch throw. I yeah. mean, it seems like he's lobbing everything. Yeah, and I think people are saying the same thing about Miami. It felt like, you know, maybe he's waiting a little too long yeah. to make a decision. Yeah. No, and that's, there's been a couple plays. Uh, there was one kind of on uh, run around the 30, 30, 25 yard line where Malik was open three. He was, he was opening through the middle. And Chase just he kind of hesitated on the yeah. throw, held it, and took a sack. Yeah. yeah. Malik was open on that throw. Yeah. So, I mean, I think obviously Chase Bryce is going to be—he's going to be aware of that going to the locker room. He'll get with his coach. He'll tighten it up. I don't have any worries about that. Um, but I think I'm shocked the game's this close. I think we've looked a little bit better than Marshall has thus far on both sides of the ball. Special yeah. teams is the outlier right yeah. now. It really is. You got to tighten that up here. It really is. You can't be giving them 20, 30 yards. Like, you definitely can't be giving touchdowns. Yeah. So, I, I think 
I guess kind of closing thoughts here about what we need to see out of the second half. Definitely want to see improved rushing game. Uh, yeah. I want to see yeah. a, a lot more, uh, you know, try a little bit more to run up the middle, up the gut, but not too long. No. Maybe uh, two or three drives. And if it ain't working, it ain't working. Don't, don't, working. don't no, keep exactly. going. Exactly. And that's where we, we've, had some, we've had some openings in the passing game, so I don't want to get stuck on, on right. rushing the ball through the middle. Right. Uh, I, you know, if hitting is going to be the only dude to make big plays, then so be it. Yeah. Just hit him. Yeah. But, you know, Marshall's a, uh, very well aware of that. They're going to come out and exactly. have something special for them. I think they'll they'll adjust. They'll adjust to right. cover Sutton a little bit. They'll cover Hennigan a lot more for sure. The advantage of that is if they're focusing on Hennigan, that opens opportunities for Sutton, other players. Malik, Virgil. Wells. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully we capitalize. We got to make some adjustments. And one thing that my number one to watch, Mr. Mike Evans. You've noticed it. Yeah. He's been on the field he, a little more Mike, often. Mike has been on the field. It so seems I'm, like they're, like, slowly trying to work him in. They're going to give Mike a shot. They're going to give Mike eight. a shot here in the He had half. a target in the end zone. Yeah. The, the, the throw went a little high, yeah. maybe for the better. Maybe it was late. unplayable. Yeah, no, it was very well covered. But uh, I, I wonder. I wonder. I want Mike. They've got to know. Mike's going to get a good play down coaching the staff, Coaching staff has got to know what this means. Oh, yeah. He came back. He took an extra year. Right. I want Mike to have his redemption arc. I mean, even Barstool Marshall posted the cry in Mike Evans' face. I want, I want the redemption for Mike. Yeah. So you know, I, I, I'm calling it now. Mike Evans, 100 yards, two touchdowns. He he blows what? up in this. What? He has zero okay, catches okay, for zero okay. yards. Well, right he's about to pop off. Oh, he. All right, you're right. He's about to do something crazy. 55 catches for 10,000 yards. <laughs> yes. Uh, any other closing remarks here or closing thoughts about what we should be seeing, what adjustments we should be seeing in the second half? Um, I think if we can establish the run game, we're gonna we're at a clear advantage the rest of the way, especially the temperature's dropping right now. Right. It's getting cold. Receivers right. haven't been playing in this cold really yet. And it is interesting, although Peoples has three touchdowns, his yard yardage is probably not too high. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the exact number, but it can't so be. this is an interesting game where Peoples and Noel are kind of even in yeah. production. You know, take yeah. away the touchdowns. You know, they're all goal line touchdowns. Yeah, just looking at the yardage, it's got to be close between right. them. Right. Um, so it's interesting. You know, does Noel capitalize on this? Does he do something? Does he pop up? I think that's going to be the key going forward. Looking at both teams, whoever can establish the ground game in the second half, I think is going to walk away with the dub. I, I think so whoever too. Whoever can dominate that possession time. Whoever can dominate yard scrimmage, right. I, I think that's going to be who, who walks away with W. Right. But I would like everyone to keep this in mind. If we do lose this game, it's because Marshall had some tricks up their sleeves. But if we win this game, I promise you we're going to win with no tricks. Yeah. We're going to win it straight up. Yep. We, don't, we ain't got to do no we're tricks. We're going to beat them outright. Right. Unless we hit another little fourth down Mike Evans touchdown pass. Hey, you know what I'm hey, saying. If we do a fourth down, um, Mike hey, Evans for 50, 60 yards. We don't have to flip the mics back on for that one. Yeah, that's, we'll pop, that, that's we'll pop the microphones back on for that. I, I'm excited about that one. But I, I think they're going to get Mike involved. We want to see the rush game get more uh, more dominant. Find something that's working. I want to see Chase fine-tune it. I want to see him triangulate his throws and, yep. and, and make so it clean. Tighten up a couple things. Clean up the special teams game. I think we're going to walk away with the W here. Yep. Final now, score, right? Right now, 21 to 20. We got about 8:45 left in the half. Yep. Final score. What you got? Uh, 34-30. Yeah. I'll put it. I think Marsh has got two more touchdowns in him. I'm gonna put it. What did I say? I don't know math. Let's say it's 21 right now. 28, 35, 34, 34. Yeah. Marshall. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say 45. 45. You 45 think we 45? I think we figure it out. I think we All find right. something to click. All right. Well, you hear it. Fight song's on. Special teams units running back out right now to warm up. 
We'll, uh, we'll catch y'all after the game. Marshall, 30. That's what we call a W. A dub. Easy dub. Easy dub. Oh. Easy dub. We'll catch And that, my friends, is the sound of a victory at Kid Brewer Stadium. Thursday night, a beautiful victory. Back and forth battle. It was a good one. Usually we do not uh, – our games are either blowout wins or very close losses. Yeah. And this is the first time in a – in a long time that I can think of that we won a close, close game. game at home. Right. We, we were talking about that <laughs> during the course of that third and fourth quarter. We have a bad track record of losing close games at home. Yes. Yeah. With, I guess the exception would be the, the 2019 Sunbelt Championship. But that was only really close at the very garbage end. Garbage time. Yeah. Or not even garbage time. It was just when we were, we were in the driver's seat, all we had to do was not lose. And, and we got close to losing. And we were just letting Louisiana do their thing as long as we did not lose. You yeah. know, we were playing it yeah. safe. Um, so so we are now recording this. It's been a couple days. That game was on Thursday. It is Saturday night, 12.10 a.m. Uh, we are currently at our Airbnb. Um, getting ready to pack. Check out bright and early at 10 a.m. Uh, they are kicking us out. So we figured we go ahead and uh, get a little quick summary in on just how the Sun Belt looked. Over the weekend, since now all the games are completed, every team played. I, I assume every Sun Belt team played. Um, I don't know if South Alabama. <laughs> yeah, that's an early, me, actually, let me, early bye week. <laughs> let me check if South Alabama didn't play. But uh, Parker, what would you say? Just overall, would you say it was a good day, bad day? If you had to give the Sun Belt a grade for the weekend, let's include our game. Including what grade our would they game, get? I'd give us a. B minus. I would say a C. A solid C. Yeah. Uh South Alabama was off this weekend. Wow. South Alabama hold on. This is their last game was September eighteenth. They will not play again until October second. That's a <laughs> that's like a way they get two bye weeks like back to back. So yeah, that's a for a bad team like that. That's almost bad that they get so much time off. <laughs> they, they played Alcorn State Saturday, September eighteenth, and then they will play Louisiana Saturday, October second. Yikes! <laughs> They're gonna like ice themselves. 
<laughs> they're going to ice the entire team with that much time off. So I will say the outlier, like I said, B minus. We would get a B plus or an A minus if that Georgia State game ended differently. Yeah. Yeah, Georgia State, for uh, those that don't know, um, Georgia State uh, went into the fourth quarter leading Auburn, who's as of now ranked 23rd, I assume. They'll either be at 23rd or go up one. Um, They led 24-19. There was a pass from Auburn where the ball, you can find the replay anywhere, the ball hits the ground. Clear as day. Receiver catches it as he's falling. Ball hits the ground. He regains control. Call on the field was a catch, I believe. They review it, and the play stands. Yeah. It straight up changed the game. Totally. It, and it put Auburn in a position to where they then scored. I have no idea how anyone looked at that and concluded that that was a catch. And I don't even know. It's not close. Like, uncon- inconclusive evidence, call stands. It, the ball hit the it, dirt. It goes through his hands, hits the ground, and then he catches it with his wrists. Right. That call was and atrocious. And then rolls over and acts like he, he caught the ball. That, uh, to me, that may be the worst call of the season so far. It's so weird because it seems like all the, like, glaringly bad calls have been Auburn games. Yeah. <laughs> it's like two weeks in a row you get a bad call at an Auburn game. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, App State plays Georgia State. We play them on Saturday. So, I don't know. I mean, obviously, still want to be prepared for them. We know that their coach being an App alumni and then also coaching as Coach Clark, a former teammate, former roommate, I believe, is personal. So, he's going to have his boys hyped up and all that stuff. It's a home game for him. Well, and also, coming after, you're, you're coming out after a game you think you should have won. Right. You think you should you deserve to win? Feels like it was stolen. You you deserve to win against an SEC school at home, right? You're gonna be pretty angry this week. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure our boys are gonna recognize that and know this isn't anything to play with. Yeah. Usually Georgia State is a cupcake game. Um, I don't this this year. I think just because of what happened tonight, um, we'll we'll definitely need to make sure we're ready. Um, but hearts out to Georgia State fans. That was some that was some garbage. Yeah. That That sucks. That really. It feels like something got taken away. Right. Now, you can say Georgia State didn't score at all in the second half. So, of course, you can say you can't not score against an opponent and, and like that and expect to win. You you can say it. They played super conservative. Yep. They were trying to hold that lead, and they should have won on that strategy. Yep. They, they did enough to win. Right. That's what – it feels terrible. So if we just take a look around the league real quick, um, the Beach Chickens, 53-3 to dub over UMass. Real difficult schedule to start the season, Coastal. UMass. It's remarkable program. that they've been able to go 4-0, truly. I mean, coming up, playing a tough, tough Kansas team A, a Kansas team that lost by 20 points to Duke today. A tough, tough team. Very UMass. Tough. A tough, tough t- Citadel. Tough, tough oh. team. Oh, the Bulldogs. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, no. Um, as Teddy Gallagher tweeted, the preseason is over. We're zero and zero. Now the season starts. So hopefully, at least they recognize. Yeah, at least that's actually <laughs> good. That's a good sign that at least their own players are like, you yeah, know, we played, played fucking yeah. one. So Coastal goes into a game with Monroe, who is historically repulsively bad but 
they come off a dub, a W, put in the W bracket over Troy, a 26, a 29 to 16 win. Yeah. And that last touchdown for Troy was garbage time. I watched it. I watched the last minute. So, it was so terrible. Monroe actually has a win where they pretty much controlled the game. Right. So Monroe, who didn't win a game since 2019, I think November 2018, didn't lead in a game in the year of 2020. Never had a lead in a game in a whole season. That that's one of those stats now that's just has two dubs under a man who wears a dress shirt and tie on the sidelines. That's leadership. Another, that's leadership. That's another anomaly. <laughs> so I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying beach chickens are on upset alert because they're not. No, but, but maybe you'll actually put up a fight. You know, maybe it won't be a total a shut total out. blowout. Yeah. Uh, so Troy, y'all, yikes! Like, Troy's coach has got to be looking in the mirror right now. Uh, Troy did not have the worst beat of the weekend. Troy's coach better. He probably needs a higher realtor. Troy did not have the worst loss of the weekend. I I think what te- we have. What I think Texas have. State losing to Eastern Michigan fifty nine twenty one. That is absolutely That's embarrassing. That's you're pitiful. losing to a bottom tier Mac school, right? By what? 28 points? Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, I think out of all the – I would say the three coaches that are on the hot seat. 38. Uh, Texas State, definitely on the hot seat, whoever that coach is. I mean, this is a terrible outing. You go to Eastern Michigan and lose by 38, you said? Game is never competitive. That's a terrible. That's horrible. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very bad. Very, very – this is bad. You've got uh, Troy's head coach is probably on the hot seat. And who you know who else is on the hot seat? Ladies and gentlemen, it's our favorite team to pick on, the Georgia Southern Eagles. Chad Lunsford yeah. is, at this point, uh, just a loser. <laughs> Their schedule just doesn't get better from they, uh They lost 28-20 to against the Cajuns in Statesboro, which, you know, if you don't know this already, winning in Statesboro is historically difficult. They have one of the best home winning percentages in the nation for Paulson Stadium. And and you know what? Like losing by eight points to a, a team that was in the conference championship game last year is not could have been worse. Could have been worse, but the schedule for them An L is an L. They got Arky State next week. Who's looking like a different breed of buns? That's their team yeah. hashtag, a different breed. Then you get Troy, which you sh- you you have to beat Troy. Yeah. There's no excuse. Yeah. Then South Alabama, that's another, no excuses. Then you play Georgia State. And after right. the performance Georgia State had today, that looks like a game that... They're allegedly good. <laughs> doesn't look competitive. I think you, you know how you know uh, Chad Lunsford, head coach of Georgia Southern, knows he's in the hot seat. During uh, media this week, he said right now he only goes on social media to post positive things about the program. So he, That means he knows. He hasn't been on in like six to seven months. <laughs> <laughs> hasn't been on since sometime in March. That means he knows things are not looking hot well, for and, and the Eagles. So the beauty of... Eagle Creek? No, there ain't no beauty there. Oh. The beauty of... of our game finally getting moved to the, the last Saturday with Georgia Southern. Mm-hmm. We could be Chad's last game. Oh. Because that last stretch is rough. The They're same l- way they ended our New Year's Six bids, 
We could end the man's career. <laughs> Their last four games, it, it, November 6th, they got Coastal. Oh. And then things get a little better. They get Texas State. If you, uh, if you lose to Texas State, it's over. Uh, but, I don't know, dude. They're looking bad. After that Texas State game, it's BYU on November 20th. In Statesboro. But in number Statesboro. 15, BYU. Historically good program, BYU. With an excellent coach. BYU, and then they play us. Yeah. That could be... Chad, he may just want to delete his counts. That could be Chad's... At this point, he may want to deactivate. His grand finale. Yeah. He he may hire someone to have an intern run his socials for him. (laughs) (laughs) You think he hasn't already? (laughs) So, uh, overall, and and you can't leave out uh, Arky State with the 34-41 loss to Tulsa. You know, old Butch coming in and doing squat. With the program. <laughs> uh, losing that by a touchdown is not... That's not super embarrassing. Right. But they are 1-3, and three and that's embarrassing. Yeah, it's pretty bad. For, yeah. Keep in mind, they well, lost 51-3 to three to a bad they Washington could improve in, They could improve in conference play. Because I will say... The sure. Something about West is not no, guaranteed it, for Louisiana. It's an easy dub in the, in the West. Yeah, exactly. You get a free game against Monroe. Yeah. You get a free game against South Alabama. And a beautiful stadium. Beautiful stadium. They just got a, a new free stadium. game. <laughs> <laughs> Great vacation. Uh, <laughs> you know, they could turn it around. We'll see. I ain't hey, positive. Light, light it red or whatever they say. They have a waterfall that like, lights up red when they score. Remember, I remember that because when we played them on ESPN, they they, uh, they, they had that like stop talking. They, about the f- but it, they never showed it because they never scored a touchdown. No. <laughs> um, I'm not They've got a little history being good. Yeah. Yeah. A little. <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> uh, so, I would say overall, a disappointing week for the Sun Belt. Yeah. Because it could have been it could have been fantastic if Georgia State pulls it off against Auburn. Sure. And Georgia State should feel pretty solid about themselves. A moral victory for old Georgia I mean, State. Uh, they started off hot garbage. And yeah. then they turned it around and, you know, they got a win against a Charlotte program that has a winning record right now. Mm-hmm. That looks like a pretty solid win. And then they should have beat Auburn. Yep. There was some bullshittery involved that, <laughs> that cost them that game. Yeah. That was not their fault. In my opinion, you know, you can't control it outside circumstances, whatever. It is not their fault. They lost that game. Yeah. Yeah. That it, was a hundred percent out of their hands. They were put in a very difficult situation. I'm, I'm to... not sure what they could have done differently with that play. Yeah. You can argue they could have played more aggressive, whatnot, but that one play is not their fault, and that one play cost them the game. It certainly set Auburn up for, uh, yeah. I mean, you got a lot more options when you're 20, 30 yards from the end zone. Exactly. Way more options. It set them up. It gave Georgia State very little time after Auburn scored to, right. to come back, and that's where that pick six happened. The game, yeah. just looking at the box score, looks a lot more out of hand than it actually was. Yeah. Yeah. So Which I'll, is such a shame. I, I feel very, very, very badly for the five fans that yeah. really cared tonight. <laughs> for Ben Moore so and I his, would, uh, his buddies. I, I would give the Sun Belt a C. Um, just because our out of conference games, I mean, Coastal beats 
what should be an FCS UMass. They did what they needed. Um, Texas State looks pitiful. Uh, Georgia State, a loss is a loss. You know, no matter how good you fight, a loss is a loss. Yep. Um, Arkansas State is a loss. Uh, Louisiana, who's supposed to be the best in the West, is struggling against the pretty worst in the East. Mid, low tier Sun Belt teams. I mean, Georgia Southern, we at this point is the worst looking team in the East. Correct. In the East is Troy in the East. Yeah, it's got to be Troy. Yeah, Troy does. They look just worse. lost to Monroe. Yeah, <laughs> once you lose to Monroe, you automatically become the right. worst team in the conference. Right. Right. So yeah, I, I would put it at a C. You know, we'll see. Conference play really kicks in next next week. Uh, you know, you got the non-conference out of the way for the most part. So yeah. you're you're you've got which a lot the more non-conference film. or pretty much anyone is a mixed bag. I mean, even Coastal, who's still undefeated, their conference or their non-conference slate is, yeah, yeah, at best. I mean, no, Kansas. UMass. I imagine, and it's easy to make fun of Coastal for that, but I imagine they had they probably scheduled these games. Uh, just a, a few years after moving up from FCS. Yeah. So they probably didn't have many options. You know, at this point now, they, they're they probably looking for competitive games, but you schedule these games three decades in advance. Exactly. This this was probably scheduled in 2014, 2015. Right. I mean, think about it. We played UMass four years after moving up. Yeah. 2017, I think. So UMass appears to be the team that, hey, you guys Let's just moved up. The, hey, the yard <laughs> stick, play UMass. <laughs> yeah. play. So it's it's low-hanging fruit to make fun of them for that. Um, and it seems, at least what Teddy Gallery tweeted, and he seems to be one of the leaders of the team, they kind of know it, you know, talking about the preseason is over. Are you calling Teddy Gallagher a leader? Of the Beach Chickens. Not socially in the world, you know, stacked up with everyone have, else. Have you discussed this with his uh, legal advisor? Just oh. calling him a leader? These are accusations. This is all allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, okay. Allegedly. We're speculating. Allegedly a captain. Okay. Allegedly okay. a leader. Okay. Right. So this is all this is all hearsay. The, the third party source, I'm simply reporting. I'm a reporter in this capacity. As long as, as, long as we're on the same page. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. There's no quotes here. I have no evidence. These are perfect. These are just accusations. Okay. Right. Um, I guess real quick, lightning round, 30, 60 seconds. How did we do against Marshall? I guess we should talk about that a little bit. Yeah, we should. We should. Do <laughs> Which, a by the way, I hope everyone recognizes we made history recording that podcast um, at halftime. I think <laughs> it's such an up and down game. It was like first yeah. quarter, great. Second quarter, eh. Third quarter, what the? Fourth quarter, okay. Really great. Yeah. So, um, biggest takeaways: um, someone got in Chase Bryce's ear. I think someone beat Chase Bryce's ass on the sideline after the third quarter. I, I think it was a, some of the players were like, bro, you got to step it up. Because there were some throws in that second, third quarter where watching it in the stands, we were like, oh, that did not look good. Yep. And then watching, we watched the replay back. There were screen passes that were just like, the, the one that sticks out in my brain, there's a screen pass to uh, Peoples. I think it was supposed to be to Peoples. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like five, six yards. It literally away. landed in the and, middle, and of... there was no one on. Like there was right. no one near Peoples. I, there was no pressure on him. Right, it's just a miss. The fourth yard pass to Sutton, where Sutton was well, uh, the pass should have been to Sutton. Yeah, yeah. He Sutton was, was wide open on that, on that crowd. That and cross. instead, he throws it to Malik. I think and, Malik. A and, tough pass covered. 
it, well, it wasn't a tough pass because he threw it at the ground. It was quite easy to throw <laughs> it straight at the ground five yards in front of him. But yeah. um, fourth quarter, Chase Bryce was just night and day different. And right. he was slinging it. So yeah. I, I'm not sure what that was, but it was noticeable. I'm glad it was noticeably better because that was a game we very easily could have lost. Yeah, it was a one-point game. It was a shout-out Chandler Staten. It was a one-point game. Satan. It was one-point game that very easily could have been an eight-point game. Yep. Nate Noel made the wise decision to yes, yes, not as score much as we want that touchdown. It was that, smart. Exactly. It would have looked nice on paper to win by eight, but that would have also given them the ball back with the right. opportunity to score, get a two-point tie the game, go to overtime. Right. That is much worse than winning by one. Right. So real quick thoughts, defense, again, is playing out of their minds right now. This is one of the best Mountaineer defenses I've seen. I fear that we're putting too much pressure on the defense. Yeah. And eventually it's going to crack. It's just going to get worn down. And we need more productivity, or not any product, we need consistency mm-hmm. from the offense. Shout out Nate Noel. This was his biggest game of the season. Um, Peoples did not play much in the second half, and I think it was because he fumbled. I think he fumbled, and I think Coach took him out. He fumbled. Ethan Joyce said that there – tweaked something there's a little bit of a eh, but he was also running up and down the sideline cheering and with the cheerleader sign so he appeared to be physically fine but that's hearsay you know we don't know the details exactly uh defense is looking great chase uh, i I still need him to tune it up he i need more out of him Uh, i'm not loving what i see so far but (laughs) it's another one of those demarco jackson is playing himself into a higher draft pick Every game. He currently, last I checked, he currently leads. Well, that was Thursday. Games happened today. Mm -hmm. Uh, After Thursday, he led the nation in tackles. And that's, Ethan Joyce tweeted after the game that there were officials from the Browns, Jets, Scouts, San Francisco 49ers. They all had front office staff at that game. Right. If they were not there already to look at DeMarco Jackson. They were by the end of the game. His name was on a piece of paper by the end of the game. Yeah. He was just everywhere yeah yeah so defense i love watching defense play offense i need chase bryce to have some more consistency be more of a game manager um and i love that we have this two-headed dragon in the backfield right now and i cannot wait for day trick to to get back and it was really nice to see that there were adjustments yep not even just at the half but between quarters between three and four yep something happened someone said we got to change something and it got changed yeah Love to see it. So uh, we will pick up again next week after Sunbelt play really starts to kick in. Um, I, you know, eyes on the Warhawks versus the Beast Chickens. Probably the game of the century, I would say, coming up there uh, with old Terry Bowden, Bowden, or Bowden, I think. Whatever. A, a Bowden? Yeah. A Bowden boy. Yes. So uh, yeah. let, us know your, let us know your thoughts. If you have any, uh, you know, takeaways from the Marshall game or takeaways from any of these Sunbelt games, especially Texas State looking like garbage, God. we'd love to talk to people mm, about that. That's just <laughs> how. Uh, so we appreciate everyone listening. Check out uh, next week. We'll have uh, we'll be working on We got a special interview that we're going to be dropping pretty soon. We won't tell you guys what it is just yet, but it's a banger. I can guarantee uh, you that. Really great Already stuff. Already recorded it. I'm very excited to edit it yes later this week so we will talk with you guys again of course let us know your thoughts on twitter and uh yeah we'll catch you next time in the gold room podcast